You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friends, and welcome back. Today is Faith-Filled Friday, and today is the day of the week that we take some time, we escape from the busy world, and we just listen to God's word for a minute and ponder it. Well, today we're exploring Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, which reads, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Did you hear that? That's how you are addressed in this passage. You are God's chosen person. You are holy and dearly loved. And because of that, you should clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, and patience. Well, when you think about clothing yourself, you know it's an intentional act. And this verse calls attention for us as Christians to intentionally put on the character of Christ in our everyday lives. It's a reminder to live out values and virtues that really reflect the heart of God. So let's dive a little deeper into this powerful message by breaking down three key components of the verse. First of all, we're called to clothe yourself with compassion. Compassion, it's the ability to feel empathy and show kindness towards others, even in difficult circumstances. And I would say, especially in difficult circumstances, we are called to clothe ourselves or intentionally dress compassionately, to intentionally choose to see the world through God's eyes and to act with love towards others on his behalf. So that could look like being a listening ear for a friend that's going through a really tough time, reaching out to a neighbor who maybe you don't know that well, but you know is struggling with an illness. Recently, I had a conflict and I had a friend of mine who's usually my friend that gives me tough love. Usually she's the one that says, well, this, this, and this, and this is what you need to do. But she just sat and listened and said, wow, I'm sorry you're going through that. I know that's really hard for you. And my goodness, I can't tell you the healing balm that was for my heart and my soul. Another way to do that is to clothe yourself with forgiveness. Forgiveness is the act of letting go of anger, resentment towards another person and choosing to extend grace and mercy instead. And we are called throughout scripture to clothe ourselves with forgiveness, just as Christ has forgiven us. And I often say the hardest apology to accept is the one that you are never given. Friends, we're called to forgive even if they don't really care that you're hurt, even if they don't acknowledge that what they did was wrong and they think they're justified in their actions, or even if they intentionally and vindictively hurt you. You and I are called to forgive. You know why? Because we're called to the abundant life and you cannot live an abundant life with vengeance or holding a grudge against someone. So extending forgiveness to somebody who's wronged you or choosing just to let go of bitterness that maybe you're holding towards someone that has hurt you in the past. And forgiveness always reminds me of Colossians 3.13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If anyone has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Does God always enable you and empower you to do what he calls you to do? Yes, he does. So choose forgiveness. And forgiveness doesn't always mean access doesn't mean we go right back to the way and I allow you to continue the same actions, but it does mean I no longer hold ill will against you. I let it go and I let God. And thirdly, it's clothe yourself with love because love is the foundation of our faith. It's the very essence of God's character. God is love. 
Love is a foundation of our faith and is the essence of God's character. God is loving, but God is love, period. He is love. He cannot separate himself from that attribute. So we're called to clothe ourselves with love and to intentionally choose to love God and to love others with all of our heart. Colossians 3.14 says, Over all of these virtues put on love, which binds all of them together in perfect unity. So as you and I wake up in the morning and strive to live out the clothe yourself verse in our daily lives, let's remember that this is only through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not about being good or acting good or behaving nicely or kindly. It's about connecting with God and following his example and then leaning or connecting with the Holy Spirit so that we have the power to truly live out these virtues. We can lean into his strength and guidance as we seek to reflect his character in all we do. The only way we can do that is by connecting with God. If we don't receive it from God, we certainly can't give it to others. Let's look at some of the words. Compassion means to have a deep feeling of empathy and sympathy towards others, particularly those who are suffering. It's an ability to put yourself in their shoes, feel their pain, and then extend comfort and care to them. And that word kindness, it's defined to have a gentle and benevolent disposition towards others, being considerate of their needs and showing them goodwill. It's the act of being generous and gracious to others. And humility, just to remind you, is a modest opinion of yourself and a willingness to serve others. It's the opposite of pride and selfishness. And it really involves recognizing that every good and perfect gift comes from God, not from you, not from your talents and your hard work. They come from God. So as you recognize every good thing is from God, then you recognize your position under God helps us to humble ourselves. And then there's the word gentleness. It refers to a meek and gentle spirit, and it's characterized by a calm and a peaceful demeanor. The opposite of gentle is harshness, aggression. This gentleness talks about being tender-hearted towards others. I love this definition. It means to have a long fuse, not easily given to anger or frustration. It's the ability to endure trials and difficulties without losing faith and hope. And it's also to extend grace towards others that might be struggling. So how does that apply to our lives? Well, first of all, showing compassion to those in need. As you see people around you that are in pain and suffering, which look around, friends, almost everybody is. Then let us be moved with compassion to extend comfort and care for those that are hurting. And you can do this through acts of service, simply being present to them. But what about prayer? Prayer is an act of compassion. When you spend time and effort going before the Father and bringing some friends with you, literally, what are their burdens? Bring their burdens with you. That's an act of compassion. How can you show compassion to those that are hurting around you today? So what about practicing kindness in our relationships? All right, well, it involves being considerate of others and showing them goodwill. And this can be a word of encouragement, a helping hand, or simply being attentive to their needs. And that's something you have to cultivate in your relationships, which leads us to the next one, cultivating humility in your heart. It's recognizing all good things come from God and then being willing to serve God with the good things. Humility involves recognizing those good things like we talked about that come from God and then being willing to serve others. We can seek to cultivate a spirit of humility in our hearts 
recognizing our dependency on God and then being willing to put others' needs before your own. And the fourth one, practicing gentleness in your words and actions. Now, this can come easy to some people through words or some people through actions, but rarely do you find someone who is able to be gentle in words and actions. Gentleness involves, remember, having a meek and gentle spirit, a calm and peaceful demeanor. I love to be around those people. So we can strive to be tenderhearted towards others in our words and our actions by avoiding harshness and aggression. And lastly, exhibiting patience in all circumstances. And I do this really well when I'm not in a hurry. Patience involves enduring trials and difficulties without losing faith and hope. And one way to do this is ask God to help you trust in his goodness and his timing. When we expect something by a certain date, our prayers, I think if I pray this prayer two weeks, that should be enough. And now you're going two and a half years. You have to remember that you can trust in God's perfect timing and in his goodness. When you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready for the day, remember before you get dressed to put on these things, to intentionally seek the spirit and strength of God for guidance that you and I would be able to reflect the character of God in all that we do through compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So now that we've taken a look at that, let's hear it again. Colossians 3.12 Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourself, my friend, in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Well, I thank you for coming to visit me today, and I hope that this verse has inspired you. Get dressed and get ready for the day, not only with our physical clothes, but with the spiritual clothes that God commands us to put on. I hope your Friday is full of faith in Jesus. Thank you for visiting. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?